Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, September 13th, 2020. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, it is September. We're getting near fall. Summer is falling behind us. It's fall, so it's falling. Uh, the beginning of a terrible joke. A, a beginning of a terrible, probably. A pro- terrible joke to in, a terrible show. To a terrible show. I'm glad M is here uh, to, to promote the show. M, you think this is going to be a bad one? Maybe. Why, why do you think that? <laughs> because, I uh, it always is. Oh, okay, that's good. So, if you're enjoying the show as much as M and I are, uh, feel free to... Um, you know, drop us a line again. We you can write us at info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. We are at uh, www.howlingmonkeyradio.com. Um, uh, <laughs> That's howlingmonkeyradio.com. There is a link for our Patreon there, and you can buy stuff. So uh, eh, help us out if you enjoy the show, and if you don't, this eh. isn't the credits of a show that is like a program or something like that. Well, it is, but it. Is, I mean, I want people to. We you know I'd like to. This is. Do you know how much it costs me to do this show? Nope. Twenty thousand dollars a week. So I need help to uh, to get it done. Twenty thousand dollars a week. That's what this show. This show costs. <laughs> it it does not cost twenty thousand dollars a week or at all. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, web hosting ain't free, Buster. I'll tell you that. All right, anyway, let's move on and see what's happening in the comics today. Our first comic of the day is Pearls Before Swine by Stephen Pastis. In this episode, there's a mouse dressed like in fortune-telling garb. It's got, it's got like a purple turban with what looks like a... I know it's not, but it looks like a Trivial Pursuit piece on the front no, there. No, it's not. It looks like a Pokemon ball. Or a Pokemon ball. See, that's that just goes to show the difference in the ages between him and me. I see... A piece from from Trivial Pursuit, a game from the eighties. M sees a Pokemon ball because she likes to play the Pokemon. So, oh no no no, no no, I like to play the monster version of Pokemon. Right, where you go and yeah yeah yeah, it's po- Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, she prefers the Harry Potter game to the Pokemon game, but that's uh anyway, that's neither here nor there. The uh, the rat is sitting there and and has a sign that says the Great Boobini. Uh, a pig comes up and goes, hey, what are you doing? Uh, and the, the the rat goes, I'm predicting the future for $5. So the pig says, okay, here it is. What's tomorrow going to be like? And so the rat says, um, tomorrow will be bad. Well, what and about the next day? Bad. The day after? Bad. And the day after that? Bad, 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 and bad. Bad, bad, repeatedly, like, like nine times says bad. And then and then the pig's gone, and in the last frame, uh, the the rat says, well, hey, predicting's never been easier. The joke here is... Uh, he's what, not predicting, he's just saying bad. Well, yeah, because right now, you know, everything's bad because of uh, the pandemic, because of the, 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 the earth being on fire, because of uh, all the news about elections, about everything. So everything's awful, so it's easy to predict that things are going to be bad, and it's a good time to be a con artist. And uh, tell predict the future because all you have to do is say things are bad and they're going to be bad. So that's that's uplifting, right? And also, you're talking to like a yak pig thing. What is that? <laughs> In the last paragraph, he is he is talking to what appears to be a yak pig thing. I agree. It has I don't a know snout and but it has like horns, but it looks kind of like a. I'm goat. guessing it's a goat, but it does look like a yak pig thing. I agree. Who's drinking coffee at that? So I don't know. What's or it, he's just holding a cup. We don't know if he's. But it's a coffee it's a cup. cup. It's a coffee cup. But you're right. It may be a soothing tea because yaks love tea. You know that. 
up in the up in the Himalayas, you you can't you can't throw a cat without hitting a yak drinking tea. That's and you shouldn't throw <laughs> Who cats. Those cats. <laughs> well, you shouldn't do it, and certainly not in the Himalayas because they will get very cold up there, and that's not. Don't do that to cats. Wait, I'm pretty sure yaks don't even live in the Himalayas. They, I think they do. I don't know. <laughs> they might. Oh, well. Hey, speaking of throwing cats, our next comic of the day is Garfield by Jim Davis. In this episode, old old Garfield and John are watching TV, and they're watching like a quiz show. And so uh, the, the, the quiz show host says, all right, what's, what is this sound? And you hear, bam, 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 yeah! That's G-A-A-A-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-
I thought I'd be out there longer. And uh, the guy goes, well, hey, you must have done really well if you finished your round of golf quickly. And he goes, no, I, I didn't get a full round in. I had to quit before I played all 18 holes. And the neighbor goes, oh, you, what'd you do? Run out of time? And he says, no, I ran out of golf balls. <laughs> the joke here. What do you think the joke here is? Do you understand it? Yes, I do. Tell Even me. Even though I don't understand the actual sport of golf. Um. Well, <laughs> the joke is that like you you kept hitting it and trying to get. He kept not getting it to the hole. That's right. He kept losing it like in the woods or. Uh, in I'm a, pretty in sure the lake. woods don't go again. Okay, whatever. Yeah, they do. No, yeah, you you can you can I've you can you can hit a ball into the woods and lose it, or into the tall grass, or into a water, or. Uh, in, in some cases, uh, into a nearby nearby building, which I'm not saying I've ever done that, but it, it, <laughs> it could happen, or into somebody's car. Or uh, what have you started thinking about? My, nothing, nothing. I'm just making hypothetical things that could happen when you play golf as to what could happen to the. the you could hit a guy who's with you, and like square in the back of the head, which because they shouldn't be there. But uh, that's that's another that's another story altogether. There, uh, you could fling a guy out of your golf cart. That's another story, but I'm not going to get into. I'm not going to get into that. Oh. I'm not going to get into that story. Who flings somebody out of a golf? Yeah, cart. well, if you take a turn, just theoretically, if you're going down a hill, maybe, and you turn real sharp with the golf cart, somebody who's sitting next to you while you're driving could just literally tumble out and flip around. That could happen. I've been, I've been told. Our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, Mr. and Mrs. Pickles are at the store, like a uh, department store or something, and she sees some clothes and goes, oh, that's I'm going to try on this outfit. Uh, and she says, hey, you wait right there in the husband chair, Earl, uh, which is where the husband waits while the wife tries on clothes. And he sits there, and he, and she, he goes in, and uh, she comes back out, and he goes, oh, that, that's a very nice outfit. I like it. And, he, and she goes, ah. Nice try, Earl. These are the clothes I wore into the store. <laughs> the joke here is that, that that old Earl doesn't pay attention to what his wife's wearing. Cause and also, I know you didn't address this because it's a picture part thing. Sure. But um, when she looks at the price, it's uh, like kind of like a beige-orange thing, mm-hmm. uh, orange color. And then we go back to the whole thing, and it's pink. Well, yeah, there there is some coloring. There is a continuity error there in the in the color of the outfit she was going to try out. Well, it, it, at first, you're right. It's it's orangish, then it's pinkish. So uh, maybe it's a magical fabric that changes color every few seconds, which would be, I don't think that would be Mrs. Pickles' style. But uh, what you know, what do I know? And, and also, Mrs. Pickles, are you just going to leave your outfit in the uh, dressing room? I guess she did. Yeah, she just left it there because it didn't fit or she didn't like it or whatever. So she just left it. That's that's not too unusual i mean you know kind of rude but whatever um but uh the, that the point is is that mr pickles does not pay attention all right our next what is this our next oh. uh is comic is werner wajep olson's inspector dangers crime quiz so we this is the second time we've done it this is our second time we've done it. it's like a little it's like a little one minute mystery um and so inspector danger and his his assistant, whose name I do not know. Come Wait, do they have they? It's Ted Brucer. Ted, well, that's the that's the murder victim. Oh, okay. So 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 Inspector Danger and some guy who and they both wear yellow coats come in and go. Ah, uh, Ted Brewster, the famous science fiction writer, is murdered. 
Um, and, uh, the, the, the lady goes, I know one of his two heirs visited him last night, but I don't know which one. And then, uh, then on the, the little assistant guy goes, Hey, look, the name of the killer is on his computer screen. Okay. You can't just like say, Oh, look, we should go. He's the killer. Well, that, but that's what's happening. It says, look, sir, the name of the killer is on the screen. It was Kevin who murdered me. He wrote. What? Okay. Seriously. How do you write it after you're dead? Well, you maybe. Don't. Well, don't, I, we don't. They didn't say how he was murdered. Maybe he was slowly killed with poison, or like he was poked repeatedly with a with a with a pen or something, <laughs> and he slowly slowly died. I don't know. So they go. Well, hold on. Let's go check with Alfred, the other heir. First, maybe he wrote that note to frame Kevin. And they go talk to Alfred, and he goes, "I, I don't know nothing about computers or even typing." Uh, and then they go talk to Kevin. They go, "Hey." My name's, yes, I'm Kevin, but I didn't murder my uncle, and even though I don't have an alibi. Uh, and so, Inspector, they're back in the office, and you can tell because Inspector Danger isn't wearing a tie or a coat, though he is still wearing his hat. He goes, a, and like a, like, a white, like, it's a, a shirt. shirt. It's just a shirt. Yeah, he's untucked. I, it's untucked because he's, he's kind of, cat. it's like a polo shirt, though. This is weird because he was wearing a tie, but he's wearing a shirt with no buttons. So it's like he was wearing a tie with a polo shirt, which is a not a good look. I I, I did it once because I, it's a that's a whole story too <laughs> because I was I was young in business and and I didn't have You're a doing it while you flung uh, somebody out of a golf cart. It wasn't the same incident. It was a different. It was, there was litigation related to that incident, but I don't want to go. I don't. I can't uh, go into that. Anyway, so he's walking around in circles. He's pacing in circles, and he says, "Okay, who did it? Kevin or Alfred?" Um, and then his assistant goes, "Well, obviously Kevin did it. The victim wrote the note. The prints of his right index finger were found on the keys needed to write the words." And then Inspector Danger goes, "Fine, then let's put Kevin in the slammer, or dot dot dot." And, and so Inspector Dangers solved the case. You have all the information you need to solve it. Think for a moment. Do you know who killed famous sci-fi writer Ted Brewster? And possibly took Brewster's millions? No, stop. Shh. Shh. They're, they're thinking through right now. They gotta decide who to. Okay, all right, that's enough time. All right, so who do you think is it? Who who do you think the killer is? Is it Kevin or Alfred? And it's definitely one of those two. Well, well, they're just terrible detectives because they just he could have just come up with that in the in the in the in the whole thing. So I think it's Alfred. But why do you think it's Alfred? Mm-hmm. Well, I I'll, have an alibi. <laughs> no, you have an alibi. It wasn't you. All right, the answer is. Alfred is the murderer. Uh-huh. To frame Kevin, see, he 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 took old Ted Brewster's index finger and poked the message out on the keyboard because they found his index finger fingerprint on all the letters needed to write the note, right? Yeah. Uh, but but aha, any aha, any professional writer you see would have would have used all his fingers to write the note because that's how you type because you don't just use one index finger to type yeah, if you're a professional you writer. But that, that also and that's the clue. That's the matter. But but also, it, it, this also assumes that he's does hasn't ever used his fingers on the keyboard at all because Which he's kind of like a dude. Uh, you do that in school. Well, you do that, but but no, and my, in your normal life. But my point is, why were even if that's true? Why was it only one fingerprint on the keyboard when it's his keyboard? So he would have fingerprints all over the thing, not just. 
That's because he's never he doesn't know anything about computers but, or even typing. But he does. But he uh, the, no Ted on his computer only had his index finger. So the the theory here is that uh, that that Alfred wiped the keyboard clean for some unknown reason, <laughs> then took the the index finger to frame Kevin. But it doesn't make sense that he would have done that because Ted's fingerprints would have been all over the thing anyway, and this was an unnecessary red herring that did nothing but serve to get him arrested. It's That's a dumb mystery, man. That is a dumb oh. <sighs> mystery. Oh, you should have saved that for this. Uh, all right. Our next comic <laughs> of the... Well, I don't know. It's okay. Business Cat, yes. It's the Adventures <laughs> of Business Cat. And the thing is, I have never heard of this comic until very recently. It. But M loves the Adventures <laughs> of Business Cat because it's, it's so amazing. Because what is it? It's a cat. It's a cat that does business. It's a cat that does business. That's exactly right. It's a cat that does business in a suit. So it's a cat. I don't know what business he is in, but he's in a suit. So he's talking to he's his. His, his business partner uh, and his business partner is saying, okay, business cat negotiations are going to be rough. Be ready for your A game. And uh, so they talk to the guy across the table and the guy goes, well, that's an interesting proposal, but I'm afraid we can't afford to. And then, business and then he does the cutest little face. Yeah, business he's, cat. Like, he's like a super sad face. And then the guy looks at him and he does a super sad face still and says, oh, all right. So... That's a super <laughs> business cat's negotiating technique is to use sad cat eyes to get the guy to go, oh, fine, you're too cute. I can't, I can't not do it or whatever. So that's so that, there's a there, there's a negotiation tip for you. There's how you get to yes. Just uh, just just put get on a, a cat fat to do your business. Get a cat to do your business and make it look sad. And uh, and then if you're worried about who moved your cheese, uh, it, it's probably the cat because he ate it. All right, our next. <laughs> comic of the day is is Mort Walker's Brutal Bailey. In this episode, Lieutenant, I forget if it's, it's Lieutenant Fuzz is reading okay, the newspaper. Fuzz. His name is Lieutenant Fuzz, which is ironic because he's bald. Um, and he's saying, I enjoy reading the paper and uh, Sarge, Sergeant Snorkel comes in there in his weirdly orange uniform with that hat that I don't think has ever been military issue. <laughs> I've never seen a hat know, that wait, looks like wait. the Sarge looks like he's wearing like a Floppy crown uh, is the hat like, that he wears. Like a crown with only two little prong things. Yeah, has, and then yeah. And then like circles. Yeah, so I don't think, I don't, and I it's mean. Squ- like rectangle. It's a weird hat. It's, 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 it's weird. It's a weird hat and a weird color uniform. So so Lieutenant Fuzz is reading the news and uh, Sarge is eating a bag of chips. We know it's a bag of chips because it literally says chips. chips. What it's, type of chips though? It doesn't say. I, but he makes all sorts of noises like literally crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> then he's eating them and he goes chomp, chomp. <laughs> then he spills them all over Lieutenant Fuzz and says, oops. And Lieutenant Fuzz gets mad and goes, ah, that's it. And Sergeant goes, what, what, what I do? He says, hey, you're reading over my shoulder and chewing in my ear and you're spilling your crumbs all over me. <laughs> this is so could funny. you Could you possibly get any more annoying? And Sergeant Snorkel says, I could burp in your face. <laughs> uh, that, which, I mean, the joke here is that it would, in fact, be annoying to have Sergeant Snorkel burp in your face. So that, I bet there's more annoying things he could do. There probably, yeah, I imagine there are, but that's the joke is that uh, Sergeant Snorkel believes he would be only more annoying if he burped in Fuzz's face. I tell you what he would not be annoying for. What's that? 
pretending like he's a rubber ducky. <laughs> what? <laughs> his his uniform is the same color as I like a ducky or a duck. Sergeant Snorkel looks. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> looks like a duck. It kind of looks like it. Well, uh, that would not be as annoying, but it'd be weird if, if Sergeant Snorkel were suddenly a rubber ducky. I that know, would but be. But I mean, he looks like one, kind of, in a way. I, I got to be honest, Tim. I do not see it. <laughs> he just looks like a guy in a goofy. In a guy in like a duck color suit. <laughs> so, so this would be a good like Howard the Duck crossover universe with Sergeant Howard Snorkel. Howard the Duck. What's that? It's a it's a duck. It's the comics who talks. Uh, he, he was in the uh, he was in like. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, briefly. So, there you go. Okay, okay. <sighs> okay enough about Howard the Duck. All right, our next comic of the day is, uh, is Dennis Yay, the Menace. Dennis the Menace. This week's episode, Perfect Forecast. So, <laughs> Dennis comes running up to the Wilson's house. No, for, uh, with no supervision. As always, that's right. His parents have just no decided, supervision. you know, so just like, hey, run hey, we free. can't control this kid. Let's just let him roam free. Run. Hey. Let's hope he doesn't get run over by a car. Yeah, just that's right. Run free, seven-year-old. Just go annoy the elderly I think neighbors. He's like five. He's not even seven. I think you're right. I don't know how old Dennis the Menace is, but he's he's too young to be doing this. So so he comes into the Wilson's house and goes, "Hey, it's a beautiful day, and don't hey, I got a lot of stuff to do today." And Mr. Wilson says, "Well, you better go do it." And he goes, "Okay, see you later." And Mr. Wilson says, "I guess he's right. This, this is a beautiful day, and." The joke is what here uh, that it's a beautiful day because he won't have to bother with Dennis the Menace. That's right. It's a beautiful day because he won't have to bother with Dennis. And uh, see, I got a problem with it. this episode. Uh, the, the, there's no reason why Dennis even needed to come by. He just came by to set up the Mr. Wilson's crankiness. There was yeah. there, no. He, he if he had a lot to do, he didn't have to come he by. Has, like, a smile of sorts. Yeah. Well, Mr. That's true, but but it's a. It's a cynical. It's a. It, it's he's he's happy because he doesn't have to deal with Dennis. So that's. Well, that's a funny joke. <sighs> yeah, that's a funny joke. Mm. Our next comic of the day is Mother Goose and Grimm. In this episode, there's a okay. Superman is standing with his back to a bull. Okay, and the bull is knocked on the ground. You can tell he's been hurt because why? Because we have stars and teeth knocked out. It does look? Oh, are those teeth? You're yes. right. Yes, they're bull's they are teeth. teeth. They are. I thought they were little rocks, but you're right. Those no, are bull's teeth. On teeth. There's yep, and he's got one in his mouth. So you're right. He's got stars popping off his head. He's lying on his back, and there are teeth <laughs> just <laughs> lying right Ow. beside him. So, um, and, and, and then the bull goes, "Huh, red cape." They said, "Go for the red cape." And the joke is that. Uh, Bull. He's and a goat, not a bull. He's not a goat. He's a he bull. He looks like a goat. He's a bull. He's a the jo- goat. No, the joke. He's not a goat. You think everything's a goat or a goat pig today, or a yak pig? It, it's, yak it's, pig. It's, it's, I haven't right. said anything's a goat, but this. Okay, that thing was a goat. You're right, but this is not. <laughs> but it's not a yak either. This is okay. It's a bull, and they say go red cape, go over the red cape. In bullfighting, they wave a red cape and bull. It, it apparently enrages bulls and they go chasing after it. And, the, and they go chasing after Superman. But, well, right. I guess we know where they go. And so, they, that's right. They, he goes for the red cape, which is Superman. And because he's Superman and he has super strength, when a bull hits it, it makes him, <laughs> it knocks him out and knocks out his teeth. Uh, so and there you go. Does it harm Superman? No, because Superman is is the Man of Steel. So once again, you know, you shouldn't go. Tugging on Superman's cape because, uh, you know, you, you, or, or mess around with Jim. Don't don't mess around. With who? Jim. It's a song. Don't worry about 
<laughs> you don't you don't you don't tug on Superman's cape and you don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger and you don't mess around with Jim. So okay. do none of those <laughs> things and your life will be much improved. Her next what is that? Our, wait, wait, what's happening? Our next what's comic is, I love this so our, much. Our next comic <laughs> is much. Okay, so it's, the cat. It's just the cat, right? Yeah, that's cat. Okay, and it says Little pink socks, little pink socks. Yeah, it's singing a song about socks, <laughs> with a, and he's got pink a pink socks, socks. Little pink socks. And then we see him on a bed, and there's like little pink socks, socks everywhere. <laughs> oh, I love little pink socks. You're adding lyrics to the little pink socks <laughs> yes, song that are not there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a cat literally just singing little pink socks, little, little pink, pink socks. socks. And then it's lying on a bed with a bunch of little, <laughs> little pink, pink socks. socks. And then finally oh, the cat. have so many? I don't know. And the, finally the cat just says kitty self-care. Because and again, the joke is that we talk a lot about self care these days because people were under a lot of stress and they need to do things for them. To, <laughs> little pink socks for the cat, cat. For a cat, it's playing with little pink socks. <laughs> but this is not just a couple of little pink socks. There are easily piles and piles are, and piles. There are piles of little. And I'm pink sure socks. there's some under that bed. There are yeah. In fact, you see a couple poking out. You're right. <laughs> I, I do not know whose socks these are or where they got that many socks or why they need that many socks. I mean, that's enough socks to last you without without washing them or without wearing them twice in a row or twice at Probably all. like two years. That's maybe, like two years worth of socks. Maybe more. Maybe more. I think it's two years worth of socks. There must have been a big sale at Costco. I don't know what's happening, but the joke that's not the, the joke is cats like playing with socks. I, <laughs> little pink socks. <laughs> yeah, specifically little, little pink, pink socks. Although I don't know if cats I, <sighs> care about that. I but but that's the joke is that uh, he's taking or he, the cat is taking care of himself. No, I think I the think. joke is they have too many socks. That's they. <laughs> I think this is a weird product placement for Bombus, but I don't know what's going on. All right, our next uh, comic of the day is uh, Zits. In the Zits, in this episode, uh, old old Jeremy there, the teenage boy, is run out has run out of deodorant, and he's using spray deodorant, which I don't even honestly I didn't even know they still made. I thought that we got rid of that Wait, like in what? the seventies. Uh, yeah, we it's like sp- he's spraying oh, deodorant oh, yeah, on him yeah. himself, <laughs> but he's he's out, so he says, "Hey, can I borrow some?" and uh, so he borrows his dad's and he he sprays one pit and goes, uh-oh, well, it, it, that one's out now too. And then his mom gives him a, another 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 spray can. How many do they have? And, and he, so he sprays that with a pshht under his other arm. So there have been three aerosol cans worth of, of uh, deodorant used here, which has got to be... Not good for our our planet, but whatever, guys. You know, you you we we. I thought we took care of this and required everybody to use you know like sticks back in the back in the late seventies. But whatever. Anyway, <sighs> Jeremy shows up at school and goes, "Hey, I'm sorry, I'm late. Toiletry issues." And uh, one of the other guy goes, "Hey, do I smell parents?" Joke that uh, he's using old people deodorant, and so it smells like his parents instead of whatever horrible thing he uses like. Axe, which I guess is a body spray, which is a spray. So maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I don't know that it's Axe either. It doesn't look like Axe body spray, which is not a deodorant per se, I don't think. So, but that's the point. The point is, is that he's using his parents' stuff, so the the kids are going, "Hey, you, you smell like you know, smell like parents." That's a joke. Is that funny? Nope. 
nope, sure isn't. Well, well, I hope I hope and pray that our next comic makes us feel better with something that's well, hilarious. Of all our comics. Let's see what's next. It, uh, oh, yes, it does. It's the family circus. Oh, my goodness. oh, oh man, this is, is grim. The, this, this is grim. Wait, what's happening? I don't... Okay, wait a minute. This is... This oh, is the grandparents we never see. It's the it's other more grandparents. grandparents. The it, grandparents who don't say that you don't have enough time. It's the other grandparents. It's uh, I don't know whose whose mom is who, but uh, I think these are are are, are Val's or Vel's parents. Um, and uh, they're saying, uh, "Oh look, Billy made us a nice card for grandparents' day because it's not grand." Okay, and then and then we go to another panel. Or not really a panel in the family circus, more just a blob of ink, and then and then it's, ah milestones remembered first grandchild. <sighs> oh my gosh! They're, and they're just sitting there. Grandma and grandpa are just sitting there, and I don't know that we have seen these grandparents in twenty years, but there they are. I don't are. think we've ever seen I, them just, in the show. Uh, and they're sitting there thinking about their the first the their first grandchild, which would have been uh, you know little Billy. Uh, uh, in fairness, they're just, oh in my, fairness, if we still call him Little Billy, he is the first grandchild. He, he is Why the first, would we call him Little Billy? Well, he's still little. He's, but, yeah, but, but not, not he's, he's not as little as PJ. I'll give you that. But okay, so they're sit, All right, they're remembering. Amy. Oh my gosh, they're there. Or who? <laughs> who is Amy? The girl. That is not Amy. That's Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> then he's at least he's younger than little Jimmy. Then, uh, okay, you're just making up additional children okay, for the family. Little Jimmy was the, like. There's no two, little five episodes the, away. Yeah, I, 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 uh, there's no little Jimmy. It's Billy, <laughs> Dolly, Jeffy, oh, and Dolly. PJ, oh. and then Barfy and <laughs> Sam the dogs. So all right. All right. So anyway, the grandparents are remembering when little Billy was born, and uh, it's just it's just a scene from oh my gosh, it's just a, oh I I don't feel like a granddad. Maybe he could just call me Bert, is what Grandpa's saying there while he's taking a picture, and he's younger then because it was a while ago. It wasn't that long ago though because he's like they seven. Look exactly so. the same. Except, Except he for the girl. he looks the younger. Look, no, he looks younger. And he's wearing a younger a younger jacket there, and uh, and then the grandma's going. I forgot how tiny they were. He looks just like you did when you were born. Thel, it's Thel, not Vel. I keep saying Thel, Vel. Thel. It's Thel. Exactly. But where did he get that nose? Well, and then and then Bill, Daddy Bill is saying, "What do you like best for a name, Horace or?" <laughs> Oh, Horace. Horace. What, what, what kind of names though? What, was this? Apparently, he was born in Frontier West Town, but they call him Horace. But fortunately for little Billy, they stuck with. And that's it. And and guess what? There's not at all in this strip anything vaguely, okay, arguably, you have to say resembling. You laughed at Horace. Ju- at Horace. Yeah, but they didn't want us to laugh at Horace. They just thought Horace was a delightful, or maybe they thought that Horace was funny. I guess that's the only thing that's arguably maybe, funny is uh, an old timey name. Or maybe is, whoever uh, wrote this or whatever is from 
somewhere where horse is a good name. I don't know where that would be, but <laughs> like you know, since Horace Greeley, there's not been any anyone. To, uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. They're just remembering when old Billy was born there, and he almost got named Horace, and nobody knows where he got his nose, which <laughs> kind of goes back to that guy that I that, that was hanging. Around. I don't want to get into it. Uh, all right, but anyway, that's the. There's some coded messaging here about this, but I don't want to get into it because we've we've had issues of of like some strange fake uncle that's been hanging around. Anyway, that's beside the point. The joke here is not one. There's not one. There's no joke here. There's nothing to explain because the family circus is not funny now, nor has it ever been, nor shall it ever be. So speaketh me. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. Howling Monkey Radio.